Chapter 9 of Hawaiian Sea Hunt Mystery by Andy Adams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Peter Tomlinson, London. Chapter 9 Mysterious Message. I'm sorry to interrupt your festivities, Chief of Police Kepatka said to Mr. Maninheli. That's all right, Keone, Lee's father replied courteously. We're at the end of our luar, and I know you've got your job to do. Just what is it? You have word of the missing Dr. Weber? Well, the answer to that has been both yes and no. Actually, I'm here to see one of your guests. You have a Mr. Thomas Brewster staying with you, do you not? Why, yes, we do. And his son? Yes. Mr. Brewster and his family are staying with me, on their visit to the islands. I'd like to speak to them, the chief requested. Hank Mahanelli excused himself and crossed the garden to where Mr. and Mrs. Brewster stood chatting with other guests. Biff and Lee had watched the police chief talking to Lee's father. Now they saw Mr. Mahanelli and Mr. Brewster coming toward them. Come along, Biff, his father said. Police want to talk to us. Lee tagged along, the deep brown eyes in his bronze face wide with curiosity. I'm Thomas Brewster, Chief, and this is my son, Biff. Has Dr. Weber been found? No, Mr. Brewster, unfortunately not. But it is Dr. Weber you want to see us about. In a way, yes. Let me explain. An hour ago we had a call from Wailuku. That's the capital of the island of Maui. An emergency case had been brought to the hospital there, a man suffering from a deep stab wound. The man was identified as a certain Yuan Tokato. He had a police record, a minor criminal, in and out of several scrapes, but a bad character, a man for hire. Yes, but what has that to do with me or my son, Mr. Brewster asked. I'm coming to that, sir. Tokato was found unconscious. At the time the police called from Weiluku, he was still unconscious, so they hadn't been able to question him. They did find in his wallet, though, a picture, a small photograph, two photographs, in fact. They identified the man in one of the photos from a picture that appeared on the front page of our Honolulu paper yesterday. Chief Keone Kapartaka paused. He apparently enjoyed building up suspense. The photograph in our paper was one of you, Mr. Brewster. It appeared the day you spoke at the mining engineers' meeting. I know, but I don't see. The small photo found in Tawakto's pocket was also of you, Mr. Brewster. Of you and a lad whom I presume to be your son, this boy here. He looked at Biff. Remember, Dad, I told you about the man at the airport snapping pictures of you, of you and me. Ted spotted him first, Biff reminded his father. Thomas Brewster nodded his head. Well, Chief Kapadaka, I can't imagine why any criminal would be carrying a picture of me and my son. But remember, Mr. Brewster, I said the man was carrying two pictures. Yes. The other picture was that of the missing Dr. Weber. The police chief's last statement struck the group like a bombshell. For moments, nothing was said. The chief broke the silence. I'm sure that now you will see the connection, he said. Yes, Thomas Brewster replied. There must be one. But just what? 
Have you any ideas? Only this, Mr. Brewster. The man Taquato must have been hired to keep a close check on you and your son's movements. I suspect he was in Honolulu yesterday. He must have learned something, something of value to someone. Say, Dad, I wonder if that man could have been the one who... who... Biff paused. He didn't want to reveal to the police chief that he had gone into Dr. Weber's rooms at the Royal Pontiana without authority. You know, Dad, the man I had that little scrape with. Could have been, son. The police chief looked at Biff with renewed interest. However, he didn't press Biff for a fuller explanation. It is my belief, Mr. Brewster, Chief Kapratka continued, that when Tokarto went back to Mayu, he thought his information was worth more than he was being paid. His attempts at getting more money were rewarded by a stab in the abdomen. Some reward, Biff interjected. But why the island of May? his father asked. The police chief shrugged his shoulders. Biff touched his father's arms. I have an idea on that, Dad, he said. Let's hear it, son. Wouldn't you think that perhaps Dr. Weber might be on the island, or on a nearby one, and that whoever kidnapped him must have his headquarters there? The three men considered Biff's idea. You could be right, Biff. Do you agree, Chief? Chief Kapataka nodded his head in agreement. The police on Maui have asked you to come to Wailuku. They want you there when Tawaka has recovered sufficiently for questioning, the chief said. If he recovers, he added. We'll go right away. Can you come along, Hank? Certainly. Let me explain to my guests. Biff felt a tug on his sleeve. It was Lee. How about asking if I can go too, Biff? Sure, you can help us, Biff turned to his father. Dad, Lee ought to go along too. He speaks Hawaiian, and he and I might pick up some valuable information. Would you ask Mr. Mayanelli? Thomas Brewster nodded his head. You better go and pack a small bag. We may be there for a day or two. Hop to it. We want to get over there quickly. Biff and Lee went into the house. We'll get there soon, Biff. We'll take the inter-island streetcar system. Streetcar? What are you talking about? Streetcars running across the ocean? Lee chuckled. That's what we call the Hawaiian Airlines. They make so many flights each day, it's just like standing on a corner waiting for the next streetcar. And it was. When the boys and their fathers reached the airport, they learned there was a plane taking off within 15 minutes. The flight to Kahului, the principal airport at Mai took only 30 minutes. They arrived just as dusk was spreading over the valley island, as Mai is called. The drive from the airport to the capital of Mai was a short one. The police were expecting them. We've just been talking to the police at Hana, the Wailuku police chief said. Takato is still on the danger list. They haven't been able to get anything out of him. Then this Takawato isn't here, Tom Brewster asked. No, he's in Hana, a coastal town about 60 miles from here. Shouldn't we start right down there? You can, of course, Mr. Brewster. However, Takawato's been placed under heavy sedation. There's little chance you'll do any talking tonight. I'd suggest you spend the night here and then drive down early tomorrow morning. Oh, yes, Tom, Hank Minnelli said. You don't want to miss the drive to Hana. It's a truly beautiful and thrilling experience. 
The sixty-mile drive was one of continuous curves. The road snaked around cliffs, dived down to sea level, then climbed back up another cliff. The party checked into the Han Mwaya Hotel, then left for the police station. Takawatu had come out of his sedation, but was still in such serious condition that his words seemed a meaningless jumble during his conscious spells. I don't know if he's going to make it or not, Mr. Brewster said in a low voice. Biff stepped to the wounded man's bedside for a closer look. That is the man who was snapping pictures of us at the airport, Dad, he declared. Do you also think he is the one you had your tussle with? He could be, Biff said slowly. I'd say he's about the right size. I didn't get a close look at his face, though. Taquato moaned. He opened his eyes. He looked at Biff, and a frown of recognition crossed his face. He stretched out one hand and spoke. Carlay, he said, and repeated the two Hawaiian words. Carlier. What does that mean, Hank? Mr. Brewster asked. Carlay is the name of the southern tip of the big island, Hawaii. I think he was trying to tell me that, Biff said. I'm sure he recognized me, and is trying to tell us that we ought to go to Kalei. Biff's father nodded his head. I think you're right, Biff. Those words have a meaning for me too. I'll tell you about it later, back at the hotel. They walked the short distance back to their quarters. Hank, do you think we could charter a boat here for a couple of days? I'm sure we can. You're going to Hawaii? Yes, to Kalei. But I want it thought that we're just off on a fishing cruise. No need for anyone but us to know our real reason for going. Do you think Dr. Weber might be being held on the big island, Biff asked. I think it quite likely, Biff. But there's still another reason for us to take a good look around Kalei. That I'll tell you about when we're on our boat at sea. Would you mind hopping up to my room and getting my sunglasses, Biff? Then we'll go and see about a boat. Biff took the stairs to the second floor, three at a stride. Lee was right behind him. Biff scrambled through his father's bag, looking for the glasses. Hey, Biff, look at this. Biff, glasses in hand, turned to see Lee pointing to the mirror of the room's dresser. He walked over for a closer look. On the mirror, written in soap, was a message. J.W. for C.S. End of chapter 9